what's up welcome back so we're transitioning into the fall soon right i know we're like in the middle of august but it's also not just the middle of august people are either already in school in florida they are or if you're up north you're going back to school in a couple weeks so there's movement there's change and change is hard whether you're entering a new season of life or you're just transitioning into a different season because that time of year calls for that you know the last thing you need is to be thrown off by your routine or completely toss your routine out the window because of whatever shifts are happening so today i'm sharing these three keys to creating a christ-centered routine that you love so that you're not anxious or overwhelmed in this time of transition. I'm gonna share a little bit about the transition that we've been navigating since Angie ended preschool, right? Homeschool. And I mean, I have some nuggets for you. I hope that you find this helpful and I'm excited to share. Let's dig in. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast. A place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz-Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. All right, so we started formally homeschooling, I guess, you know, like immediately. It's not like it was, we didn't have to go to a building because our house is the homeschool. But that happened the day after Angie finished preschool. And the truth is, I didn't know what it would look like. And I was pretty much open to whatever because I didn't want to be in a box. And the more I spoke to women who homeschool, the more I realized everybody just caters to their kid. So the biggest thing I needed to be okay with was lacking structure for a little while until I could figure out what structure actually looks like for us in this season. So we went through a period of time where we did something called unschooling. It's not a term that people use outside of the homeschooling community. So if you've never heard of it, don't worry. I hadn't heard of it until a couple months ago either. Basically, unschooling is the process of learning through doing things in everyday life. It could be through cooking, through cleaning, right? It's just like you learn all the time every day because in life that's what it is. It's just a a big learning process. And when I wrap my mind around what I needed to do, I realized that nothing I was used to doing was going to be appropriate for that time. I already talked about not using my planner, which I won't do again. (laughs) And I, I have also shared that that time of transition was needed so that I could better understand what was appropriate for right now. Angie needed to not 
think about school and the way that she thought about school. I had been traditionally schooled my entire life. I needed to move away from that as well. So structure looked different, routine looked different, but here's the thing that didn't change. I 1000% needed to keep structure in my life when it came to my time with the Lord, because that was the only real constant. I didn't know what I was gonna do with my kid that day, but I knew that if I didn't spend time with the Lord, I was not gonna be able to enjoy it. I wasn't gonna have peace. I wasn't going to be able to think clearly. And my source of strength, my source of focus and comfort comes from the Lord. So what better way to start off my day than to be with the Lord, especially if I was going to be entering a day where I was gonna kind of wing it or let the Lord lead. So the one thing that I didn't do was sacrifice time in God's word. I actually hunkered down on that a lot. And I shifted my routine to actually waking up earlier because if I was going to be with my daughter all day, that meant I wasn't going to have as much downtime as I used to have. So I couldn't just have breakfast and be in the word of God without being interrupted. I was going to be interrupted because my kid is sitting at the same table, you know? But waking up earlier was a remedy for that. And I found myself looking forward to it, not even needing an alarm some days. I'd wake up before my alarm and I'm like, ooh, I'm starting early then. Like, that's just what it's going to be. And it was really good. So, you know, one of the things that I took away from that time was that I already knew what was most important to me and what I needed to fill my cup and to fuel my body, right? I needed to be with the Lord consistently. I needed to rest. I needed to move my body. I needed to eat well and to be hydrated, right? So I could keep up with this energetic five-year-old who asks for lots of stories and wants to dig deeper into every single thing. And to be able to do that consistently, I couldn't slack. If you think about health, A lot of people think about like physical and mental health. I do too, right? Emotional health. But I also, and most importantly, I think about spiritual health. So if my spiritual health is is slacking, the other stuff tries to overcompensate. And it's just a whole big old mess. So I knew my priorities. And that's the first thing that you really need when you're creating a Christ-centered routine. The first key is to identify your top priorities. I would venture to only really set like three and write them down. Write down your non-negotiables. If it's a non-negotiable for you to be in the word of God, be in the word of God, right? Before and above all other things. If it's a non-negotiable for you to spend time with your spouse, make sure that that is scheduled into your day, that you do that and that you are careful to protect that time, right? Whatever else is a priority for you, you need to be able to revisit that daily because a lot of other things are grabbing for our attention and trying to convince us that they are also important, including our other relationships, including our other commitments, including all the other things that we put our hands in. And that's not to say that those things are not important, but if you don't know what your most important commitments are, if you don't know what is going to fill your cup and fuel your body and help you be energized and recharged and ready to tackle the day and to be filled with the spirit of God and be in a place where even if you got the worst news, you're not gonna 
just fall apart. You need to know where you're getting your strength from each day, where it is that you are going to pull from. Because if you don't, you're you're essentially winging it, right? Like it's not helpful. It's not healthy either. So that's the first key. Identify your top priorities. I recommend you identifying three, but I get it if you think you have more. And write them down. Write down your non-negotiables. What is a non-negotiable? The things that you will not negotiate on. If someone tries to push back when you say, hey, this is the boundary, you're like, no, 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 this is not even up for discussion, all right? What are the things that are not up for discussion? It's number one. The second key to creating a Christ-centered routine, and when I say Christ-centered, it's built around Jesus, right? Jesus as the center, the center. That's what Christ-centered means. A routine that is built around Jesus. The second key is to break up your day into blocks of time that are focused on just one area of life. I teach this inside of on Heaven's Timeline. I work on this with my private clients. And this is crucial. It's crucial because if you are thinking about too many different types of things at the same time, the chances of you producing excellent quality in all those things is pretty low. So what are you going to do? You're going to identify the areas of life, your big categories. I've talked about this before. And you're going to break up your day into blocks of time that allow you to give your full focus to just one area. I'll give you an example of what that looks like in my life. In the mornings, when I wake up really early, before everybody, I don't want to talk to anybody, right? The one thing I'm focused on is being in the word of God. I am going to study. I'm going to read. I'm going to pray. I'm going to be worshiping. I'm going to be praising God for who he is and thanking him and asking him questions and seeking him, right? And I'm only going to be focused on him. And then when I'm done, I'm going to transition into a period of whatever else. Let's just say it's family time because I got to get my kids ready for the day. I'm going to transition into family time. I'm not on my phone. I really don't have the capacity to be on my phone and doing other things when I'm with them because they require so much of my attention. And I just need to focus, you know? The third key, and this is huge because this is what helps with reducing anxiety and overwhelm. They all do really, because they all contribute to clarity, to boundaries, right? But this one, it is a game changer. And it is to give yourself buffer time or transition time between activities. I just finished telling you that I'll have time in the word, right? And then I transition into family time, getting my kids up. Sometimes my kids wake up when I'm in my Bible time, and that's fine. But a lot of times I'm done before that, and I just chill, and I just get myself ready to be with my kids. And the reason that's important is because it helps me mentally shift into a new frame of mind. When I'm 
in the word of God, I'm seeking God. I want to be still. I don't want to be distracted. When I'm with my kids, they're seeking me. They want all of my attention. They want all of the things that I have to offer. My attention, my my ideas, all of that. You know what I mean? So those are the three keys. Identifying your top priorities and writing them down. Okay, that's one. The second key is to break up your day into blocks of time that focus on just one area per time block. So if you are in the word of God, you're only focused on the word of God. If you are doing house stuff, you're doing it, you know, in like a two to three hour time period where you're just focused on house stuff. You're not trying to do other things, et cetera, et cetera. And then the third is to give yourself buffer time. Give yourself time to transition between activities so that one activity doesn't bleed into the next. And just as an FYI, that last one, if you don't account for that buffer time, that transition time, chances are you're going to be late to something. Okay. So if you're chronically late, this might be a quick fix for you. Give yourself a good chunk of time where you can transition from one thing to the next. Incorporate time for the drive, incorporate time to use the bathroom. You have to account for all that stuff and give yourself some margin. I have a friend, her name's Michelle Bird. She has her own podcast I've brought her on in the past and she is the person who gave me that word, margin. I love it. It's it's so good. It's like, yeah, I do want to plan margin into my day. I do want downtime so that I'm not just jumping from one thing to the next like a circus act. We're not thriving when we do that. It's actually very stressful to just jump from one thing to the next because you're flustered and you don't have time to mentally transition or you know, prepare to do the next thing. Different activities many times require different mindsets. So that said, change like I said, it's hard, right? It can bring about those stress and anxiety triggers. And a lot of times those things lead to procrastination, to prioritizing the wrong things, right? Out of panic or simply just trying to grasp at whatever works, throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. And it's not sustainable. It adds to the stress. It adds to the anxiety. It increases the overwhelm. You don't have to live like that. And in fact, I actually created an entire course that helps you identify your own pitfalls, helps you select the right tools and create the best systems for your life, for your style, for your preferences, all while keeping Christ at the center. So you can head to herrenewedstrength.com forward slash course to access On Heaven's Timeline, which is a Christ-centered productivity playbook that will help you get more done, stop stressing about your schedule, and have time for what matters most. I hope I see you on the inside. And if I don't, I will see you next week for another episode. I love y'all. God bless. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. 
I'll see you on the inside.